What is good, everyone? Welcome to episode two of Talking with Ballin. I am your host, of course, Ballin Paul Dolan. Today, we're going to be talking about the upcoming NBA 2K19, which is set to drop September 7th if you have the game pre-ordered. Now, I know what some of y'all are thinking. Oh, what the fuck, Brandon? You're only going to talk about basketball in this podcast? What the fuck? No, I can assure you, I will not only be talking about basketball in this podcast. I have a few ideas in the old noggin for future episodes, so if you just bear with me, those episodes will be coming in the next few weeks. But today, my guest is the one, the only, stretch guard, V-Sins. Most of y'all know him as Vinny from DMV Shooters. This dude is a funny motherfucker, so I think you'll really enjoy today's episode. So stick around, I'll be right back with my conversation with Vin. Alright, welcome back to Talking is Ballin'. Here with me, I have the stretch god, B-Sins Vinny. How's it going, brother? What's up, dude? Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem, man. Appreciate you coming on. So, I think we know a little bit about 2K, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I know uh, I know a little bit. We dabbled a little bit this year. We met up in DMV Shooters and killed it in the park and, and Pro-Am. You know how we do. Yup. So, how'd you feel overall with uh, 2K18 this year before we get into 2K19? Um... Here's my thing with with 18. I think um, it definitely had potential. I think I think all the right ideas were were there. Um, I just I think that the execution wasn't the best, and I think this year 2K knew that um, NBA. They know that NBA Live is creeping up, and um, they knew that this year had to be a big breakout year um, as far as introducing new things to the game. Right. And, and that's why I think, um, I think honestly, in my opinion, I think NBA live could have competed with these, with this year's 2k. Um, and I think the main reason that it didn't was because of the intro, uh, the introduction of the whole, uh, the whole playground thing. I think that's what really sold 2k this year. Um, because if if you take the playground away and you just add normal parks, um, you're you're really looking at um, aside from the the whole physics and how animations work, you're really looking at um, you know two K seventeen point point five. Um, I think uh, I think what what really sold the game was the whole introduction to the playground because when they, when they released the, the trailer for the play, for the playground, everyone was like, yo, this is, this is going to revolutionize 2k. This is, this is awesome. This is great. And when it first came out, like it was dope. Like it was cool as hell to be able like to, to have an open world concept to the game. But, um, just, you know, you and I know just as anyone else knows who plays the game, it got very dull, very fast. Oh, I mean, uh- for real, I agree about the whole hype thing because when that playground, I was like, "Oh, you know, this is gonna be so fucking hype!" Like, yeah, yeah, that shit looks so lit. Yeah, and um, like I said, like when when you know the first couple of months, it was it was awesome because it was new and none of us had no one had had really you know uh really expected to ever have like an open world two <clears throat> K game like that. Um, right. But as I was saying, after those couple months, it got very dull. Um. 
It started to show its flaws too. Yeah, it's it started to show flaws. Uh, the playground was dull. Um, the, I, I think they could have at least added a nighttime uh, playground slash park. They Ooh. didn't do that. They didn't add the ability to travel to different parks. I f- yeah, I missed that from last year. I like that. Yeah, I think um, – but I, I think they have the right um, – I think they're going in the right direction. But I just – I don't think that they were able to execute um, fully on uh, 18. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think uh, next year is definitely going to have to be a redemption year for them for 2K19. Oh, no doubt. And I'm I'm – I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Park. They haven't really even – I don't even know if they've even said anything on it yet, but I'm definitely curious to see um, what what they're going to do with that, if they're going to bring back the whole playground thing, if they're going to go in a different direction. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what, what they plan on doing. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of 2K19, what would you like to see, some new things you'd like to see in 2K19 or things you wouldn't want to see? Um – Things that I would want to see, um, well, for starters, um, I mean, very little things. I mean, honestly, you know, walk-on or pro-am, I think, um, you know, this year and last year's uh, walk-on looked the exact same. You know, the yellow on the yellow against black. I think they should change that up a little bit at least. Maybe even put it in like an NBA stadium just to, you know, make, make the aesthetic look cooler. Um, instead of playing in like some YMCA gym, <laughs> right? That's what uh, the feel kind of has is like just like a pickup. Yeah, well, like you know, but they should at least make it look cooler, you know? Yeah, like make it yeah. make it look cooler, make it you know make me feel like I'm actually balling out in front of some people, right? Not just um, a couple fans just chilling, right? Like, come on now. Uh, parks. I think they should add like a time zone to the park. Like, I think we should have night and day parks because, um. Anyone who's ever watched like streetball videos, like the Rucker Park videos of like, you know, the like Kevin Durant, for example, pulling up to Rucker Park, like all the nighttime videos that they have are like so dope. They're so hype. Right. I think think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I think they should like they should at least uh, add like a night and day type thing to the park. Um, I also think that they should bring back different parks and affiliations. Um yeah, I missed having I was I missed having those three because and I also feel like having all the the, the park in just one big session like the neighborhood kind of slowed everything down. Even exactly. I don't have PS4 Pros like I don't yeah. like not everybody like me. I don't have money to go drop you know money on the PS4 Pro and if I do like I want to have a 4K TV so I can use its full capability. So I don't feel like you know it's kind of useless to buy a Pro without having the 4K TV. But exactly, and some people were even out here going and buying playstation 4 pros just to play 2k and then like you said if you don't have a 4k tv then you got to go and get a 4k tv and or a 4k monitor next thing you know you're out a thousand dollars just right. to play 2K just play 18, <laughs> right and that like, you know halfway so halfway much, into uh, the game you're gonna be like i fucking hate this game this game sucks this that you know whatever Right, especially how much money you've dropped on 2K like the last couple of years. And oh like, yeah, I, I couldn't just go, you know, do it on the system and the TV. So I was definitely right. I'm gonna have to wait on. Uh, so they're gonna definitely need to work on their animations. I think some of the animations this year were just fucking terrible. Like some of the bump steals, and they don't reward good defense. I don't think very much with some of the steals and the blocks. The other team would just get it right back. Oh yeah, no doubt. I think um, 
not only that, but I, I, they also need to address um, the 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 whole um, passing to the breakout man. There's way too many uh, turnovers when it comes to that. I think that's absolutely trash, especially when you have uh, like me for an example, or or even you for an example. You have a 96 overall player. I have a 94 overall player. Name a 96 or a 94 overall player in the NBA, actual NBA player that can't make a half court or a full court heave down court at least 80% of the time. Yeah, right. there's, there's going to be some of those, you know, off the mark throws, but I mean, this is this is in every pass occurrence to where if you if you inbound the ball and you need to get it down court if you throw that pass, everyone on your team is clinching their buttholes going, oh, my God, I hope <laughs> this is on the mark. Right. It's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I, especially for my player because I already have, like, good passing, you know, freaking uh, gold break starter, all that shit, you know. Like, you should, you should, I should be able to make that pass, and it seems like almost nine times out of ten, it's going to go over somebody's head or it's going to fly out of bounds. And- exactly. And, and they also need to work – not only the breakout – or the, the yeah the breakout passes I think they need to go into um, the whole free throw thing um, as, as we know free throw ace was pretty much broken this year um, oh, yeah. I had gold and I'd miss like 90 something so I'm like all right yeah and that badge that yeah that brings me to my next point I think that if you're a shooting archetype you know you should at least get you know free throw ace on gold speak like saying that free throw ace works in the first place but i think if you're a shooting archetype you like shooters in the nba like actual shooters like they're they're great from the line like you if you're a shooter you can shoot free throws like i think that's just how it should work and oh yeah for sure you got you got people out here missing 92 percent and then making 77 percent it's like there's no logic in the free throw system Right, it's just kind of like a get. It's just going to be like a hit and miss kind of. If you're luck of the draw kind of thing, if you, right? If you get it, you're going to get it, and if you don't, you don't. Yep. And speaking of animations, I think um, they uh, the whole dribbling mechanic. I think def. I don't. I, I can't really say what needs to be changed, but for one thing, for example, momentum crosses need to be absolutely either slowed down or touched up or something because the momentum spams in pro-am or walk-on, whatever, um, it just, especially if you're playing with a team or playing against a team that runs a five out, you have point guards who are averaging 40, 50 points a game because they run that five out. They force a team to play man. And if you're playing man defense on a team that runs five out, that point guard, if it's, you know, a point guard who, who plays uh, comp pretty regularly, they're going to spam that momentum and they're going to get to the basket nine times out of 10 and they're going to get that layup. And it, 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 it it's, it's, it's shitty because it's toxic because if you have a defender on your team slide over to help, that's a dish out. And more likely than not, that point guard is playing with four shooters and that's going to be an easy corner three. So you're either giving up the two or the three and you really have to pick your battles. And a lot of the times, um, I mean, like, there is ways to, to combat combat this, but a lot of the times, these point guards, that's all it is. It's they stand at the, the top of the key, dribble, dribble, momentum, get to the bucket, and if you're if you're not giving up the two, you're giving up a three. 
And I think um, I think that whole thing is just really toxic to the whole pro-am game mode in itself. I agree. I think that's, like, super fucking – and how is that even, like, enjoyable for any of the players except for the point guard? Like, he's the one having the ball the whole time playing, you know, dribbling. And, I mean, yeah, the play, other players are getting their shots, but they're not really moving around. Exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really enjoy that, honestly. I think that's boring. Take that shit to the park. Like, play yeah. Like, three, like – what the but fuck? like that's that's the that's the shitty thing though, is all of these, uh, you know, quote unquote comp teams, they all run the same the same thing. It's all point guard, point guard ball, and they're all gonna play with four shooters, um, <clears throat> slash, shooting defenders, and because they're gonna be able to to shoot coming off that dimer from the point guard if need be, and if not, that point guard's gonna get the easy two. And then on defense, you have these defenders who literally can knock you off your game just by being in a vicinity of you because of their defensive stopper, which I think is bullshit in itself. The whole defensive stopper badge, how if that player is even close to you, your whole it, it, it knocks your whole game off. Right. You can't shoot, can't really move. Your team's kind of slower. Yeah, especially if it's uh higher than LeBron. I mean, mine's only on bronze, so I don't really it doesn't do much to anybody. But like you know, I'll get a little couple bumps if they're trying to drive on me. But if it's like a silver or a gold, like yeah, that shit's definitely tough to get around. Right. And it looks like they added layup meters too this year, which uh, I don't know how you thought. I'm actually pretty stoked on that because I have a hard time sometimes uh, timing my layups. So I think that would definitely help a lot of people with getting the getting the layups in. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually a fan of the layup meter myself as well. Um, just because I thought this year it was so random and even on open layups, like it was dudes are missing. It was ridiculous how many people are missing like open, wide open layups. Even yeah, you know, and like, it, good timing, like Yeah, it's it's I, so I, I definitely I'm a I'm a fan of that for sure. And then uh how'd you like the dual architect? Uh, dual archetypes this year, Jude. Do you think I? I definitely, I definitely like the dual archetypes. I think that adds a lot of versatility to to the game. I think, um, <clears throat> I think that's uh, that and the playground were like two of the main selling points of two K eighteen. Because last year you had, you know, just obviously you just had single archetypes, and the whole talk pretty much of seventeen was. I hope next year you can make dual archetypes and then we got it. And like I said, I mean, 2K18 definitely went in the right direction. Their just execution was off. Right. There's a lot of hiccups in the road and yeah, improve with, uh, with 2K19. I think another thing they need to add in 2K19 is matchup and pro AM for pro AM teams. If you know, friends want to play each other's team. Oh, definitely. Like we definitely. should have to push, uh, shouldn't have to, you know, get people that live next to each other to push X to hopefully link up. If not, then you got to exit out. And just definitely. I mean, even, even, even private matchmaking to where like, it doesn't count on your record. Like that would even be great because then, you know, That'd no one, cool no one takes a loss on their record. No one, you know, it's just strictly for fun. And it's just to match up with your friends. Like I think that, I think that's a no brainer and I'm sure they, they would, add something to that i don't see why they wouldn't because that's been such a big question for a while now so just just the same as the rec center which i i think they're talking about bringing back i'm not i don't i don't know for a fact but i think that there was talks of that coming into 19 but definitely private matchmaking would be huge 
Yeah, I think the rec center would be cool because I didn't I didn't get back into 2K until about 2K16, so I missed out on it. But like looking back and like watching some videos, I'm like that looks pretty cool. Like right, five on five. It's like pro am, but you know you're wearing all you're not wearing those yellow mustard fucking jerseys and you know right. your shit. And I think that'd be pretty cool. And then you can just get you know ten. If you get a good ten crew of ten, you can you know play a pickup game of five. I think that'd be pretty dope. Right. Or I think uh, with walk on, um. I don't know if you've ever played NHL, but NHL has a game mode that's pretty much like walk-on. It's called drop-in. Um, and with with that, it's obviously it's 5v5, same as Pro-Am. So it's, it's the same idea as walk-on. Um, it's, you know, five random people. You pick a position, what, what you want to play. And then uh, whoever – the way it works is whoever picks uh, – whoever slides over to the home or the away team and picks their position first, they, be, they become the, the team captain. And with that, that person gets to pick what you can you can wear any NHL team's jerseys. I think that would be a cool thing to do. Um, right, and I'd be rocking my Mavs, my Dirk Nowitzki, you know. Right, <laughs> like I think I think you, there should be um, like a, a a way to determine um, team captains if you're playing walk on, and that person gets to decide, you know, just what jerseys you get to wear. Um, I, I I just think that would be much cooler and. That also with playing in a actual NBA arena or even like a specific pro am arena that just looks like an NBA arena, but they definitely need to get rid of the whole YMCA gym look. Oh yeah, another thing I think for walk on too is if um, you can't get five to match up, they shouldn't throw you in with bots. And, Absolutely. And then when you're in a game, if everybody quits in that shit, give the people that are still in the game a W. Absolutely. The next game because it's just drags on. It's like basically playing career. You know? Exactly. And it, it, that's that's what blows my mind is like we're playing an online mode and everyone quits. Any other game, just like I was talking about NHL, when the whole team quits, it's game over. You get the dub and you move on. If And I don't understand like the logic behind that. If, if you're playing in a walk-on game and everyone quits, you're playing AIs. But if you're playing team and everyone quits – you get a dub. Like what? What is so different in in the code that they have to write for that? To where it's like, who? Like who in the in the office is deciding? <laughs> like, all right, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're only gonna make the game end in team. If they're playing walk on, fuck them. They're gonna play AIs. Right? Who the fuck is programming this shit? That, that, that yeah, that they definitely need to change that. Yeah, I've. Yeah, that definitely does not make any sense. We should not have to keep playing. And then the fact that we even get matched up with AIs to start the game, it's like there's out of all the millions of people in the world, you can't find five motherfuckers playing 2K walk-on yeah. right now. Yeah, and also, speaking of Pro-Am, um, I think when you're playing team, <clears throat> I think you should be able to uh, decide um, your, your starting five's positions regard their uh, – without like having them be a certain position. So like for me as as example, I'm a seven foot uh, pure stretch five. I'm a center. Now, unless we find um, another center who's bigger than me, if that, if we say, if we have another center who isn't bigger than me, which doesn't really happen because I'm seven foot two fifteen. I'm a very small center. But if we were to find another center who wasn't bigger than me, it would automatically put me at the five, which I think like they 
they need to fix. Like I think if whoever whoever you're going into team with, that the the does have like a preview kind of like when you're like yeah like, like be like able I'm, to set like who you I'm want like, at what position yeah. regard like regardless of what actual position they are. Like if you have a a, a shooting guard, a big shooting guard, and you want them to play the four or the three or whatever, like you 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 can put him at that position. You know what I mean? Right. Then there'd definitely be a lot of mismatches too. So yeah, and then but then the other teams would have to adjust. I mean, that's just you know that's how it goes. But yeah, I think that would definitely be something. That would be something they could do. Mm-hmm. That, way, that way, that way, you wouldn't be stuck at the five. You know, when you want to be at the four or the three right or whatever. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I play a little career when the game uh, first comes out. You know, so I can get my uh, overall and shit up. But I definitely think that they need to have some skippable cutscenes because I don't want to have to sit through all that shit. I'm just trying to get to my games. I'm just trying to maximal player up. You know, I ain't trying right. to get all these bullshit fucking scenes. And also, yeah. I don't want these cringeworthy <laughs> fucking characters like. Uh, oh my god. And fucking, you know, uh, Vic from last year and fuckers like that. Like, I don't want any of those. Yeah, definitely. I think um, the the whole thing with cutscenes, though, is um, there's so much product placement in it that they. I don't really think 2K has a leg to stand on when it comes to uh, giving us the ability to skip them. Because, like, if you notice, like, for one cutscene, for example. I don't. I'm sure you've got it because I, I've, you've played a pretty decent amount of career, right? Yeah, for like when the first uh, game first came out, I just played it for like the first month because I like to get my player up and shit. Right. So yeah. one cutscene that comes to mind is: Do you recall the cutscene where you get that shipment of Mountain Dew to your place? It's oh like yeah. That yep. that Mountain Dew has pretty. Uh, think of like these cutscenes almost as like billboards. Mountain Dew has paid for that spot to be in the game so it'd kind of be taken like away from like mountain dew yeah Yeah, if we were able to skip the cutscenes. now i don't agree with the whole thing but i think that's that's the main reason why we can't skip them is because like these these um these products have 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 paid for their spot in the game but i definitely think that if you have like for me I like to watch the cutscenes, like when I first play, like when I first start the game, just you know, just to see what they've done with career. And oh yeah, I mean see... the first couple of schools, and after a while, it's like all right. Yeah, I think if you if if you're starting like a second career, if you're making a new person and you've already started a career, I think you should be able to skip on like every other character that you make. Like if on your first one, okay, it's fine, whatever. Like this is my first character, I get it. You know, I have to watch cutscenes, whatever. But if I make new characters. Like the game should just assume that I've seen everything I need to see. I don't need to watch this shit again, which brings me to my next point. Every time you make a new character, let us just make the character off rip and not have to wait, literally wait 20 minutes, 20, no, not, it's like 30 minutes to even get into the park or into, into pro-am to put the attributes in. Because when you make a new character, you have to play the three games. And even if you don't play, you can, you can quit you can quit the first three games at the 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 showdown or whatever it is. And you're sitting through like loading screens though, like twice. Loading screens, the cutscenes. Then you got to play the two games at the practice court. Then you get the cutscenes with those. Then you got to get the cutscenes after those. And then you get the cutscene. <laughs> it's like Jesus, just let me play. Right, it takes like an hour and a half just to get the damn game. Every started. time you make a new character, it's like I just wasted fifty bones to sit here 
for an hour, 45 <laughs> minutes. It's like, come on, let Watching me get in. Fucking B-rated movie and shit. Like, yeah, it's crazy, man. I think I think they need to definitely do something with that. I think um, – uh, <clears throat> I mean, also with the with the uh, speaking of like the whole waiting thing and the cutscenes, I think uh, we should be able to change clothes on the fly. Having to go back to to the uh, to your court is a lengthy process in itself. I mean, sometimes you just like two K seventeen was perfect in that. You want to change clothes? Hop off the court, hit start, change your shit. Perfect. Right, even when you're like waiting court. for a game in a park, you're just chilling. Like you could go to the pause menu and change your clothes while you're waiting. I'm exactly. Sure. So it's like, well, yeah. I mean, the concept is cool, like going to your court and having the closet, yada yada. But like, not everybody wants to do that, you know. So you should have that as a second option, you know. Right. Just you know, have both, you know. That way, yep. I don't have to always go back to changing my clothes because not everybody wants to run all the way, fucking talk to Spinelli, and wait in the elevator for fucking thirty seconds. And and then if you're super unlucky, then you gotta watch a another corny ass cutscene. <laughs> right. It's, once you get to your to your court and it's like Jesus man, cutscenes on cutscenes on cutscenes. I think another thing about having uh if you have two I me personally I only run with one player, but I think if you have two players, I think they should keep the the VIP stats separate. So that way it doesn't like fuck with your percentages or like any of your your numbers or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that completely. It seems like a lot of people got uh screwed out like some, you know, some of their averages and shit because they have multiple builds. It's like, oh no, but I, you know, I shoot this well with this player, but it's like, oh no, I forgot I got, I got to combine, you know, all these players together. Right. And speaking of VIP, I think that needs to be completely revamped. I think uh, if, you know, a ni- what, what does VIP come at? Nin- is it 97? Uh, 96 for 90. oh, the VIP people off courts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's 96 now. I've only oh. done it a few times, but that's to get people's. That's why I'm like in a squad. I don't do it to be a dick like some people do. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think with that whole system, um, if you are on a win streak of like ten or more, you should not be able to be VIP'd off the court. Or if anything, um, you know they they can't take the winners off the court. Just VIP your way on to got next. Like you shouldn't be able to just take people off of a win streak without playing them. I think that's absolutely trash. That's and that's happened to me point. on a 30 streak. We had some YouTuber come out and VIP us off of our court, and we got back on the court because obviously we wanted to play them. Right. And we fucking spanked them. So it was like, dude, like, don't ever fucking do that shit again. Fuck you. Don't ever come to our court. You got dropped off by V-Sins, the stretch god. Fucked <laughs> out of here. Right, and he fucking, he's just using that for cloud. He's like, oh, he probably went to his channel, made a video. He's like, yo, I'm on a 30-game win streak right now, blah, blah, And then he fucking right. ended up playing you guys. He's like, oh, I can't make this video now. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Fucking buster. I hate that shit. Like, yeah, especially if it's over double digits. Or even, like, winners, like the winner's score, like you said. They shouldn't be able to VIP anybody off the winner's court because that's not fair to the people that have been playing the games and winning. Like, right. It's cool. You've been grinding. You got your 96. Congratulations. But. Like, I'm here fucking streaking. You shouldn't be able to come take me off your streak. Come play me for it. Be fucking, exactly. you know, be a, yep. don't be a bitch. Just fucking come play me for it if you want it so bad. You don't have exactly. To and uh, what do you, do you think, uh, how do you, do you think it should be more arcadey or sim-like, like simulation? I think maybe like the park could be like arcadey, 
But I think like pro am and like the actual like if you're just playing fives with like regular basketball teams, I think they should be more simulation based. What do you think? <clears throat> so, um, I don't think that they were too far off in terms of gameplay this year. I think Park played pretty well. Um, aside from you know it being laggy and choppy at times, right? Um, I think overall it played pretty well. I I don't think it was too realistic and i don't think it was too like fake or arcadey um but if if i had to if i had to pick i would definitely say i think um i definitely think part should be a you know a little more on the arcadey side nothing too crazy um but not like nba jam or nothing like yeah like like, yeah. yeah nothing too crazy i think you know the slider should be obviously different than that of like pro am but um, when it comes to Pro-Am, I want, like, full simulation. Like, I want the realest basketball gameplay that I can get because, like, that's what that's what pro like that's what it should be. We're playing on an actual court, playing actual basketball rules. Like, I think it should be completely simulation. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like, and same with, like, if you if you play online with just, like, fives with the regular teams, it should just be all, like, simulation. I don't think there should be, like, any kind of arcade because it's trying to, like, simulate a real sport, you know? Right. So I think for, like, the, the modes that are trying to simulate said sport or, you know, said game mode, they should – it should be, like, a simulation. But, uh, yeah, but the park could be arcade just because, you know, you're on a park, you're fooling around. And I guess they added some new. They're going to be adding some new dribble moves for for that. So it looks like they are going to be going the arcade route for for the park. So <laughs> now, those. Mike Wang tweeted today. Um, he said that. Um, so in nineteen, he said that if you have a defender trailing you, if you hold left trigger or L two, you will do a uh, pretty much like a uh, almost like. I don't know what the word that I'm looking for is, but you'll do pretty much like a um, a dribble move. Not not a dribble move, but you, your guy will like cover the ball um, as a as an NBA player would with a with a defender trailing them. So it'll, it'll kind of do like a a cover up move type deal, if that makes sense. Um, he tweeted that today, uh, and I think I think that with with dribbling, you know, like I said earlier. There's stuff that they definitely need to that they need to work on, um, like snatchbacks. I think they're way too OP for. Yeah, for- snatchbacks are out of the game. That's um, what everyone who has played the the early build they said that snatchbacks are like pretty much obsolete. Um, same with blowbys. Um, they people were saying that blowbys are still in the game, but it's it's only for players who are like clearly faster. Than and stronger, the, yes. Than yeah. than their defender. Like uh, one example that they used was they had LeBron James, and they were able to get blow blow buys on certain players. But um, I don't know the name of this YouTuber, but he was saying that um, when he tried to do like a blow by on like Draymond Green, it like it wasn't working, and that you know that that makes sense because Draymond Green is a great defender. So I mean, that's only right that you don't get these blow buys on defenders i mean you can you can go up against a pure lockdown and as long as you get on the outside of them you you can get you can get a blow by on anyone it's i, I get blow bys on my centers and i'm i'm blowing by rim protectors or guards even like it, it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense 
yeah, it happens like way too often, and a lot of an- they'll definitely have to revamp a lot of those animations and the right. snatchbacks in general. Like, I can't even get a fucking snatchback, and you got dudes uh, snatching me back like every fucking time. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, it just there's too much space every time they get the, the snatchback, and I can't yeah, snatchback green is it's it's almost it's, green like every time. Yeah, because you get so much space, and especially if if it's done correctly. Uh, it's 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 crazy the the amount of space now i'm not saying that snatchback should be like completely out of the game i think you know if you time it right and you catch a defender slipping i think you know then you you know obviously that'd be a good move but for someone to just come down even when you know that they're gonna do it and you try to defend it you're like your guy will still be put in an animation to to take that step or two back and next thing you know you're out of position and that's an easy two or a three Right. Yeah, I think it's they'll definitely have to win. Speaking of the greens, uh, there's going to be no more heavily contested greens for 2K19, which will be nice because I think a lot of people got too many. I mean, he's, uh, they said that people are still making contested, you know, heavily contested shots, but they're just not going to be greens, which I think, you know, it's, just, it's kind of the touchy subject because I don't think, I mean, you know, heavily contested shots do go in sometimes, you know, it happens. Right. I don't think it should be happening as often as it did this year because it seemed like a lot of like heavily contested shots. Even like I made smothered heavily contested shots myself, and I'm not even a shooter. Right. Like I'm. It just it seemed like they happened like way too often in this game. So I don't think they should happen too much next game. But yeah, I um I definitely can agree with uh, them taking the green heavily contested out just because like a green a green a green light means that you. Like, you got your shot. Like, the shot is perfect. And I think no one can get, like, a perfect shot heavily contested. Like, heavily contested means, like, I'm in your jersey. If I'm in your jersey, like, there is no way in shit that you're going to just be able to get a green light shot like that. So, I agree with that. Um, But I I definitely also agree with, you know, people do make these shots. But as far as, like, it being a green I, I, you know, I, I see both sides of it. Right. As, yeah, I don't think they should be greens, but they can go in. You know, I just don't think as often is what, I, you know, which would make sense because you don't see, you know, people making heavily contested shots all the time. It like happens here and there, but right. not as often as the game says it does, apparently. <laughs> and it looks right. like they got some new uh, meters on the jump shots, too. Are you think you're going to, you going to stick with 18 or are you going to go back to, uh, you know, back to 17? Um, I honestly, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to play with them um, because I hear that the uh, the 18 style meter. <clears throat> I hear that uh, it's kind of like it, I, they changed it a little bit. I hear that it's longer and yeah, it's like, it looks a little longer from the video I saw. Yeah, and I I also hear that it's like pointed at the top, which um, I they were saying that it, the when it gets to the top, it all. <clears throat> It, it depends on, like, your release uh, of the ball. So, you know, like, on a bounce back, your arrow will be, like, pointing down, which kind of sounded confusing to me. So I'm definitely going to have to toy with it. Um, if it's, if if it's like, drastically changed, I'll probably go back to 17s. Um, but like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to have to – it's one of those things, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see. True, kind of toy with and uh, play around with and see Right, so how it feels. I guess you can do both at the same time too, if you wanted. But I, I feel like that throw me off way too much. Yeah, that that would definitely f- throw me off. 
would you uh, consider yourself a pro-am or a park player now after this last couple couple 2Ks? Um, the last year I was definitely a park player, and a lot of this year I was a park player. Um, I didn't really get into pro-am until, like, middle of the year this year, pretty much when, like, the 2K league was, like, like before you right yeah before you needed to get like the 50 qualifying wins like that was in january so i want to say i really started playing pro-am probably after i had i have like 2200 part games played so i think i got into pro-am when i had about a thousand games part games played and now I, I really don't even enjoy playing park, and I think that has to do with, you know, the the park being so dull and just n- not aesthetically pleasing. It just looks dull. It looks boring. Um, I definitely have found, like, a new love for Pro-Am. So I think next year, though, I'll probably be more of a Pro-Am player just because I like the whole competition aspect of it, of it being actual ball and, you know, you having to play as a team. Um you know, obviously, I'll still play park, but um, I think next year, going into next year, I'm going to be more, more pro am based, and I I don't even play walk on because of the whole AI situation. Because if you go into into walk on with a squad, you know, a squad of people, chances are you're going to be blowing out the other team. By oh half-time. yeah, you're be whooping that ass, and they're all going to quit. Next thing you know, you're playing one, two people, or even a team of AIs, and at that point, it's like this game needs to end. I'm not even having fun. There's no, literally no competition. Like it's, it's, it's stupid. So, um, I think, you know, if, if they, if they add the whole, uh, you know, the game ending when a whole team leaves, that'll, I think that'll, <clears throat> that'll bring a lot of people from park into pro-am. Oh yeah, I agree. And I was definitely the same way last year. I was just like strictly park. I played in like maybe 20 walk on pro am games. I didn't have a team. So I was just strictly park last year. Yeah. Excuse me. And then this year I started out on mostly just doing park, playing park. And then around, around the same time, January, when they announced the 2K league is when I started getting heavy into pro am too. I had about maybe 30 games played at that point, and now I'm up over, like, almost 400 pro-am games, I think, three and 400, so. Yeah, I I'm honestly, I enjoy pro-am, pro-am a lot. Right, I think it's just, it's more fun I having, you know, more teammates, and I don't know, I don't think it lags as much as the park did this year. And, oh, for sure. I mean, at yeah. one point, pro-am was really all you could play when, when, the, first, when, when the game, like, was a couple months into its lifespan because of how choppy the park was before they really addressed the issue. I mean, Pro-Am was really the only game, unless you had a PlayStation 4 Pro. Right. Pro-Am was really the only game mode that you could play. That um, here, which I was, I was just basically, basically doing Creek, so I wasn't too much into Pro-Am at that point. Cause the yeah, group, and it was, either, it was either Pro-Am or you had to wait for, like, Annie Up to come around because Annie Up wasn't choppy or the Mountain Dew tournament. Right, and it, it makes sense that the Antiep, uh courts aren't too choppy, considering it's like a whole separate server, and it's like you know, yeah, I mean, like they, that's damn near gambling real money. So I mean, right. <laughs> so I mean, you, you, the, if anything, Antiep court should be smooth as butter. Oh yeah, I like how the, the courts look too, look nice and shiny. Right. 
Uh, they got the. Do you think they should? They, I think they need to bring like a skills gap too between because it feels like anybody could just pick up this game and you could get beat by like an average play, like not even somebody that plays this game like every day. They can just go to the park and be like, "I'm gonna fucking play 2K today and be a 60 something overall and just beat you." And you, you oh no like, doubt, and I definitely I'm a I'm a firm believer in the low overall cheese, um, or being on a high win streak, fucking cheese because it's always. It's always the low overalls with like no badges, the doo doo shirts coming on, and they just be getting the stupidest shit. And like when I made my first, uh, I when I made my uh, my pure point forward couple, I, I don't know when it was, it was probably three, four months ago. Um, I was playing park and I was on a win streak, I think I was on like a nine win streak with just, I think I was playing with randoms and this. Like eighty two overall, like six foot short ass sharpshooter gets on the court, and of course he's getting his blow bys. He's hitting his contested layups. Like, bro, you're a pure sharp. I'm a six ten. I have like damn near a whole foot on you, <laughs> right? And, and you're just getting like I can understand you being fast because you're tiny, but it's like you should not be hitting contested layups when I'm on your ass, like. It's just so much bullshit that that has gone into it. So I'm a firm believer that 2K definitely favors low lower overalls or you know the just these bums that ha- that like these super casual players that don't even like really understand the the mechanics of the game. So right. I think I think that's definitely a real thing. Oh yeah, anybody. It seems like anybody could just pick up the game one day and just go in and have a field day, even though they're not really that big into 2K. You know, right. It's just because some of the, a lot of the bullshit that's happening this year, which hopefully definitely a little prelude in nineteen, and uh, I think they're getting the. I heard they're bringing the grand badge back too, so I'm wondering if that's going to be just for the, the teams of five, like the, you know the, the NBA teams, or is it going to be for the my players too? Yeah, um, I I I I mean, honestly. <clears throat> In my opinion, the grand badge in 17, I don't know how it was for you, but I, I had a peer stretch as well in 17. And I feel like whenever I got my grand badge in 17, I shot worse. Like, I'd get it, and then it was, Bro, like yes. I would shoot worse. <laughs> yes, I feel you on that. Every time I, it feels like I got my grand badge, I just I fucking started breaking left, yeah. left and right. So I'm I'm Half curious backwards. to see what they'll do with that. Now I hear they're they're doing like a, a takeover system, which I don't know if that's going to be like their version of the grand badge, but I guess the takeover system is kind of like, um, yeah, that's what I meant to say was the take. I don't know why I said grand badge. Yeah, I meant to say takeover. So that was what I was. Well, I mean, I I think I think that's going to be like the same idea, um, right? I think I think 19 is going to be uh, they're going to be. V- very based on like the momentum of the game. So if you, if you come down, you get a block, even if you're not a shooter, you get a block, you get a good pass, lead to another good pass back to that guy. You got the block, like and they shoot a corner three. I think like, you know, I think momentum is going to play a big part in 19. Um, I think, you know, if your team's locking up on defense or even if you're down, you know, say you're down, 10 in the fourth quarter you come down you tie it up you go on a 12-0 run I think you know I I, I, like I said with momentum I think like if you come down and you make good passes I think anyone on that team regardless of being a shooter or not they get an open look 
that's going to be a bang because like you got momentum going, you've went on this run. Uh, and just like in the NBA, like these, like momentum plays a huge part in not only basketball, but any sport. So I think if you get those momentum going and you, you know, you're down 10, you go on a 12 Oh run, uh, you know, you're, you're forcing a team to make bad decisions, bad shots, bad plays, you know, whatever. I think, I think, um, you know, with, with, with this whole takeover system, I think that that's what they're getting at is if you're, your your whole team is playing good. You're making good decisions, making good passes, taking good shots, playing good defense, whatever. I think um, I I think like the, I think that's kind of like how the grand badge system kind of is gonna work, you know. Um, but I think I think that'll be good because even though it's not really a thing in 18, I still low key think it is a thing because momentum plays a huge. Uh, 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 it, it, it plays a huge role in, in 2K. And even you oh, know, yeah, like you could said, be up 20 and then all of a sudden, like, you're only up by two and you're like, you're just sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, exactly. And everybody and, starts missing shots, turning the ball over, just a bunch of bullshit starts happening. And you're like, what the fuck's yeah, going on? Yeah, and even, you know? even, in, even in 18, if you're wide open for shit, say a, a solid – six seven seconds you know one mississippi two mississippi you know you're open you're wide ass open butt ass naked the top of the key in the corner whatever and the ball doesn't come to you like right when you get open like if you get the ball on that last second like you're probably gonna miss nine times out of ten you're probably gonna miss. yeah you're gonna yeah. miss that shot because the pass like you were so open and like it just took too long to get to you and it ruined all the momentum like I'm, that that is a very real thing so I think this t- this whole takeover system. I think it's all going to be based on like how your team plays, how you play. I, so I'm excited to see how that works, and that if and if it works how I think it's going to work, I think I think it could play a huge role in in uh, in pro am or and or park. I don't know if it's going to be in park, but right, yeah, I think it would be nice to uh, to have and just to take over games like it, like it says it's the takeover bad. <clears throat> take that shit over and go on big runs. Right. I, would, I think that would definitely be nice. Did, did you like the rep system this year? Do you think they should do it next year where you're, like, playing – you can play any mode to, like, up your overall? Do you think they should go up your I, 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 like, I like the system in, in terms of, like, being able to grind you, your badges and, like, uh, career or walk-on, pro-am, park. You know, I like that. Um, I don't – I don't like how your overall pretty much determine like your rep. I think they need to bring back like a a, a, a specific uh, like seventeen where they had it for the parks. Like yeah, Riffin, yeah, exactly. Uh, All star and uh, superstar and exactly then, yeah, like that. I think I like that system a lot better. I think yeah, they, they, they also need to bring. I, I I never unlocked mascots, but I mean I'd like to see those again. I also either. I really wanted to play one of those, but I never never got up that high, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, I, if if they add um, uh, skateboards or bikes, they need to be faster. Yeah, like take the bikes. What's the fucking point of the bike? Like I can run faster than that. It's right. Not, it's just, I guess it's just there for show, basically. But like, if anything, to... if anything, add the hoverboards that everyone was going crazy about last year or whatever. Add those. Right. Like, make them dope. fast. Like, don't. Shit, give me a, just give me a Lambo or something. Give me a whip. Like, <laughs> right. Drop that bitch right up in the park. Like, right. Like, let me pull bitches. up for real. 
that shit was tight. <clears throat> just have a freaking vehicle. Just have, oh my god, that's some feature they could do. Some that'd be dope. I'd rather just drive up like GTA kind of. Just drive up in your whip and fucking go ball up at the courts. Yeah, that would be dope. Uh, the VC, I think. Uh, they think they need to cut down on that a little bit. I think they're getting a little too greedy. I think they're turning into EA a little bit. No doubt. The but the sad thing is, is they know people are still gonna buy it. That, yeah. I mean, that's just the that's just the fact of it. People are still gonna buy it. People, you know, and they know that they, you know, they know people are sick of it. But they also know, you know. You guys can be sick of it, but you guys are still gonna buy it. So fuck you, pretty much. <laughs> right. Like, like we're, we're still gonna take your money. So here's yeah, like you. you guys are sick of it, but you're still gonna buy it. So fifty bucks to I max like your character. When the the game that we get at the beginning, they should give us enough VC to totally fill our player. Because I don't think a hundred thousand VC for the Legend Edition, which that's the one I'm gonna be getting. I don't know about you. I don't forget the original. But if it just makes more sense to get the the Legend because it comes with a hundred thousand compared to the five thousand with the with the regular version and I could just buy like and the more, shitty thing is I have to buy more VC unfortunately you know yeah the shitty thing is even with that 100 VC if it's anything like this year you're still gonna need like another 100,000 VC which is still another 50 bucks right. so you're all you're already out 150 bucks to start the year basically and I think that's gonna be my I'm, I might just do that and just call it good I'm not gonna buy any other VC for the rest of the year and I'm making one character next year and it's oh, be, yeah. I'm making a pure stretch four. I'm eliminating the whole needing to find a bigger center. I'm that way. I'm always going to be at the four. And um, I've heard that uh, everyone is going to start at like an 80 overall. And the way that the attribute system is going to work, this is all speculation. Uh, I heard that. So say uh, for me uh, as an example, I'm a, obviously, like I said, I'm a, I'm a pure stretch for anyone who doesn't know. And um when you make a new character, you know, you have to max all of the stats that they tell you to max. So for me being on a pure stretch, I had to put X amount of points into my post scoring to be an 86. Now, I don't use my post scoring at all because it's so low and I'm a stretch. It's not in my that's not in my my style of play. So right. the the speculation is you'll be able to pick and choose what attributes you want to put uh, uh, VC into. So instead of, you know, having or being, uh, you know, being restricted to absolutely having to put something into post scoring to get your overall up, you could not put anything into it and put that elsewhere. So I think they're really going to give people the choice to, um, to put, you know, attributes or VC into the attributes that you want to accommodate your play style. So if that's the case, you know, obviously me being a stretch, I won't put any into post scoring and I could take that and put that into layups and dunks, rebounding, vertical quickness, speed. Do you feel like that would make um, a lot of players almost overpower though? Like demigods kind of, or would they have a gap for those like specific ones to like your three, you know, or I mean like your, um, you know, your dunking is only going to be like smacks out of a certain one. You won't be able to match. Well, yeah, I think, <clears throat> yeah, I think, um, I think that if, you know, if that is the case, I think there's going to be, you know, okay. Yeah. 
you're not putting anything into post scoring, but that doesn't mean, you know, you can put everything into dunking and layup and just be this stretch slasher. Right. God. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think, you know, if, if you decide not to put anything into post scoring, you'll probably just be able to put like, uh, you know, whatever, say it's like you have to put six, seven, seven dots or whatever they are into post scoring. You could probably, uh, take if you put nothing into post scoring they'd probably allow you to put like one to two into a couple other attributes because yeah like you said i mean if if they don't have a max or something like that you'll that's what you'll have you'll have you'll have these big men and then you'll have like glass cleaners with their three point all the way up and then the game's gonna be broke oh yeah so they definitely have to put some kind of like a limit hunt for like you know like glass cleaner. like if they wanted to put their three it's gonna have to max out like 50 or something right. reasonable not like something ridiculous that can't sh- they shouldn't be able to go up any higher all right that's for sure and i think we'll close it out here with uh do you think this is the year of redemption for 2k for 2k19 and uh if they don't redeem do you think a lot of people are going to switch to live or this think? this next year is uh you know, we're we're getting ready to look at 2k's last shot um 2k's running out of time and they know that and nba live knows that uh, EA knows that um, a lot of people were unhappy with this year. So NBA Live definitely um, a lot of a lot of people are starting to give NBA uh, NBA Live the benefit of the doubt. So I think uh, 19. Um, it's it's at this point it's really do or die, and I think 2K is aware of that. I've, I'm pretty sure EA Sports has to be aware of that, and I think that's why we've seen NBA Live progressively every year. Uh, getting, you know, the, the they're also taking the right steps. And I think 2K knows that NBA Live is right around the corner from being an actual competitor to NBA or to 2K. So, which will be nice because I think um, having competition is going to make you only work harder because if you don't have competition, your shit's just going to get dull and bland. Like, exactly. Like they and got no competition, so shit's always bland and dull. So I think same yep. Same with EA football or Madden. Like, they don't have no competition from 2K anymore, so Madden's getting kind of dull. Yep, so definitely uh, 2K19 is definitely – if they don't get it right this year, 2K20, uh, it's it's that – if they don't – if 2K19 doesn't – if they don't do it right this year, they're going to be in some real, real shallow water because uh, people like – Hardcore 2K players like you and I, like, we know uh, that everyone else that, like, we know, you know, other hardcore 2K players, like, everyone is sick of the same bullshit. Like, we all can agree on 2K18 being a huge upset. Um, oh, yeah, that's definitely one of the bigger disappointments. Yeah. Bigger dis- disappointments for 2K over the last however many years. Yeah, no doubt. So, 2K19 definitely needs to come with the fire. Um, and if they don't, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really going to be up in the air, man. For rap. That's for real. Because, um, if they don't, um, uh, start improving, I hate having put all this money into it. And if, uh, eight, uh, live starts improving with their, with their like kind of wonky, like game mechanics, I don't know. It just feels kind of stiff. So if they like work on that a little bit more, I might just switch to live because I, you know, TK is just taking enough of my money, and I feel like I'm getting raped without lube right now. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like a lot of, it. and my thing with NBA Live is, I think you know, uh, yeah, the gameplay is different, but I mean, 
a lot of, you know, people have to take into consideration that it's a completely different game engine with completely different physics and completely different animations. So I think, um, I think that argument of, you know, it, it, it plays like shit, you know, whatever. I think that kind of like, it's not really like a fair argument just because it gets two different game developers. So obviously the gameplay is going to be different. But right. maybe I'm just so used to 2K that I just well yeah that it'd, too it'd take, a, it'd take a little bit to get used to live before that to too every everyone who plays game. everyone who plays 2K is so used to the fluidity of 2K so I mean obviously to make that switch to an EA game where the gameplay isn't going to be the same and it's not going to be as fluent um, a lot of people obviously would be like this plays like shit but um, you know like you said NBA Live if if they can if they continue to progress in their and their gameplay, it's 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 really going to be up up in the air because, like I said, two two K players are they're getting sick of the shit, man. Right. Yep. EA is coming for the throat, and they come back for the crown. Ever since two thousand five, when two K or two K took over, they went yep. the crown back. So, yep, it'll be interesting to see. For sure. All right, man. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on the episode. Absolutely, okay. bro. You got any uh, pages you want to plug or give some? Um, out? my Twitch is twitch.tv slash vincheezy tv v i n n c h e e z y tv. YouTube is uh, vsins v s i n n z. Uh, Twitter is vsins two k. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Appreciate you having me on the show. Been yeah. fun talking two k, having the the great 2k debate and uh you know all we can do now is just hope that 19 is uh is a showstopper right let's hope so man all right well i'll definitely have you on for a future episode and uh good luck to you and your uh, two sharp two next year hope you guys go big awesome appreciate it man all right man take it easy you too bro late And that's a wrap on episode two of Talking with Ballin. Big shout out to my homeboy Vinny Vsense for coming on to talk some 2K with me. You can find us over in the DMV Shooters Facebook group. Come join us. There's tons of great ballers in there. Keep following my page Talking with Ballin on Facebook to keep on the lookout for future episodes. Until next time, y'all stay classy. <laughs>